yo, it's me, it's me, it's DDP. Podcast where we talk about all things basketball, wrestling, and others if I want to. Uh, first off, thank you so much for those who listen to the past two episodes and everyone who shared and retweeted the post on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is greatly appreciated and it, hel- it helps a lot to the growth of this podcast. Um, eventually, we hope that uh, it's going to be as big as you know, regular podcasts out there so uh, any help is greatly appreciated and before we get to the meat of this episode which is the first three games of the NBA finals I am pleased to announce that we are now available in Breaker, Radio Public and Google Podcasts so I will put a pinned tweet on the podcast official Twitter on where you can listen to us, especially for those iOS users that are waiting for us to get us on iTunes. Uh, please follow the official Twitter of the podcast. It is at Day Day Podcast. Okay, now that is all out of the way. Uh, let's talk about Game 1 first, where the Phoenix Suns convincingly beat the Milwaukee Bucks 118-105. to Chris Paul absolutely balled out of his mind. It looked like it was a closeout game. On how well he played, he had 32 points to go along with Booker's 27 and Aiton's 22-19, which is actually really rare for a 22-19 game on the NBA Finals. Yanis uh, had... 20 points and 17 rebounds, very respectable for him. And Middleton had 26, but he had a subpar shooting night. It's not that good. It's not that bad either. He's still at 26, so that's saying something. Um, this game, Milwaukee, is actually in it for that's in the start. Uh, they were really close in the first and second start of the second quarter but after the high pick and roll that Monty always used and they used it well on the Denver series actually but once they used it here they didn't have any answer for it Um, the drop coverage that they were doing on their defense it's not gonna be enough for this Phoenix offense which actually prioritizes mid-range game uh, from Paul and D-Book to uh, utilize their mid-range to get some points instead of going to the rim, which the Bucks expected a lot, but they did. So the, the, the drop coverage different, didn't do much because of that mid-range game. As long as the Suns had that mid-range game, it's fine. Uh, but you, Budenholzer really gotta adjust that. 
uh, he's still having problems adjusting the in the middle of the game whatever he taught on the start of the game he sticks to it until the very end and it's fine but uh, the Bucks got really pummeled on defense here um, and actually on the offensive side the Bucks were fine uh, there were uh, Brook Lopez had four trees I believe Brook Lopez had four trees uh, no three trees uh, Middleton had five and then everyone was hitting trees actually uh, 16 of 36 from the tree which is very good but uh, again that offensive side is no problem the defensive side is actually the problem here on game one uh, Middleton had an okay game again I said that he had 26 points on 12 of 26 shooting that's actually pretty good but Drew held a bad game uh, 4 of 14 0 of 4 from 3 uh, combining that for 10 points which is uh, for the third option actually pretty bad um, they really need him to score more points it's either he scores more points or the bench scores a lot more points and you can't really rely on the bench to score a lot uh, especially if uh, Bryn, Bryn Forbes uh, even though he lucked out on the Heat series he hasn't been productive a lot since so uh, all they needed to step up even on defensive side you need to step up uh, because on that high pick and rolls um, to Brook Lopez and Bobby Portis that is getting switched on to uh, Booker and Paul and they absolutely abuse that they absolutely abuse whenever um, Lopez or Portis was guarding them they, they just mauled them uh, they just ate them for dinner uh, and they were doing that in the Denver series as well with Jokic and uh, Aaron Gordon and to see that here is uh, I don't think Budenholz are like watch enough tapes if they were they were still able to use it here but Suns were incredible in game one actually uh, when they got rolling they didn't stop but uh, yeah uh, Paul Aiton Booker those three are the headlines because yeah they had points but Jay Crowder is actually a big X factor in this uh, game with his defense uh, even though he only had one point he only had one point in this game it was a free throw but he had nine rebounds and very very defensively equipped Jay Crowder was and it showed that he had experience on these finals uh, I saw a picture that out of everyone on the floor for this finals, only Jay Crowder has made it to the finals and he made it six times and it really showed his defense was really good in this game. Another talking point is Aiton. Uh, DeAndre Aiton looks so comfortable and the post whenever Phoenix needs a crucial rebound. Again, there were 
abusing Brook Lopez whenever he's on the floor. Uh, absolutely wrecking on his uh, credentials whenever he's on the floor, regardless if it's offense or defense. But uh, Brook Lopez still did good uh, offensively. Uh, they just need uh, the Bucks just need another person on the floor other than Brook Lopez. Uh, I saw Ed No Dunks may be suggesting Giannis to start at the five. We don't really want Giannis to start at the five because even though his energy is already at hundred percent every time, like that's gonna cause less minutes for Giannis, and you really need Giannis on the floor. But it's really scary to see um, Giannis. He, he had 20 points, but he wasn't 100% in this game. I believe it, he wasn't 100% in this game. Uh, he only shot like 11 times. He actually had 5 fouls this game. Um, which is uh, eye-opening to me. Uh, he's not going to be... In, he barely gets in foul trouble like any game. So for him to get 5 fouls is alarming. But he still played like the best that he could. Uh, it's just that, uh, again, the Bucks really failed defensively. And there are some shooters like uh, in the Sun side, especially in the 3 to 4 position. Like, their 3 to 4 position is always going to be stacked. Um, Cam Johnson, Mikal Bridges, uh, Jay Crowder, then. Uh, Darius Saric. Uh, unfortunately, Darius Saric is out for the series. Uh, he had a torn ACL, which is uh, really bad for the Suns. Uh, he was basically their backup center, and uh, sometimes a stretch four if they need Aiton still on the floor. But uh, that's a really huge loss for the Suns, and you can't expect. I mean, I love Frank Kaminsky, like, to the T, like, Frank the Tong, choo choo! But, uh, you know, you can't expect Frank Kaminsky to, like, fall out or, you know, any game. So, <laughs> um, uh, Suns need to, uh, think of a way, like, like to do something, uh, outside, uh, eight and not being on the floor so you know they don't have like a height disparity because uh, small ball is not really recommended in this year's NBA but the Suns have done a really good job on uh, abusing bigs on defense and they did it here I can't praise the Suns enough I don't think they gave any weaknesses on offense and on defense in this game and I really like that going forward as long as you know they continue to ball out um, every single game to game two now and the phoenix suns taking care of business once again at home 118 to 108 
uh, Booker had 31 points with seven threes, including four straight. In the fourth quarter, uh, Paul had 23 with eight assists, and Mikhail Bridges getting a playoff high 27 points. Uh, Giannis exploding for 42 points and 12 rebounds, but Giannis didn't have any help that game. Uh, absolutely none help by the Milwaukee Bucks to Giannis that game. Uh, Middleton had 11 points, 5-16 shooting, 1 of 6 from 3. Uh, Holiday, he was aggressive in the defensive end, but he was still it still had a bad shooting night. That 7 of 21 in the field. Good enough for 17 points. That's good enough for Holiday. But yeah, a Middleton. Oh my lord. We ha- they say Middleton is a Ferris wheel in No Dunks podcast. And, which is weird. Uh, which Because it's exactly how you um, describe Middleton as Blair. Uh Middleton sometimes have those games where he absolutely balls out, uh, and there are some games where it feels like he didn't play the game at all. Uh, but and it's sad because uh, Milwaukee definitely could have won this game. Uh, Giannis had four again. Giannis had forty-two. And Pat Connaughton, Connaughton was had four trees, and it's just the team didn't have enough firepower on offense. Uh, in game one, they did have the defense to win the game. In game two, they didn't have the offense to win the game. But they were getting better on defense, which is um, uh, Budenholzer's term as good. Uh, because he had a defensive mindset as a coach. Uh, I saw the mic check of the Game 2's game at the Game 3 halftime, and he said that they played better in Game 2, even though on the eye test, like, uh, they didn't play better. They actually shot uh, a lot worse. But the defense was there. Um, they were uh, making use of that drop coverage, but adjusted it enough so that uh, the high pick and roll isn't abused like in game one. Uh, they contain uh, the inside and now mid range because of that uh, zone defense that relies on that drop coverage. And they had to mix, steam, mix things up because. Uh, Again, uh, Hawks series did they didn't have a mid range. Um, they only have like a couple people that can hit mid range shots, but the Suns actually abused the mid range game, and they made the right adjustments, and uh, they contained the inside pretty well. Uh, they did contain the outside pretty well though. Um, Twenty trees. A playoff high for uh, for the NBA. Uh, play a final side for the NBA to have twenty trees in the finals. Uh, uh, 
yeah, everyone was hitting Teresa. Cam Johnson, Tori Craig, Jay Crowder, Booker hit seven. Mikhail uh, hit three. Paul hit three. Crowder hit three. Like, they were raining trees in that uh, Suns offense. A 20 40 from tree, actually, 50% from tree. Which is out of 40 shots, 50% is pretty bad for the Bucks defense. But they're actually, uh, they had to force a trade. Uh, they were not getting inside shots like they used to. Uh, Aiton actually had a bad game with uh, 10 points, 11 rebounds. But yeah, 4 of 10 shooting, they, he didn't really have a big presence as. Uh, Game one was where it was pretty much everywhere on the court. Uh, Phoenix, though, continues to have support on their 3 to 4 position. Uh, I, I said a while ago on the 3 to 4 position is actually pretty golden for Phoenix in that even though the starters sit, like they still have really reliable 3 to 4 positions on the bench. And Mikal is another one. Uh, and Mikal was like a mini Devin Booker right there. Uh, he was uh, getting open trees. He was uh, driving down the baseline to get a, a score. Uh, he was doing pretty much everything to get 27 points. And he absolutely deserved it. Uh, because he is usually known as a defensive player and for him to ball out on offense uh, gives a little bit of doubt for Milwaukee to actually uh, have it tightly defended because um, if he scores like 20 again uh, they Milwaukee surely lose uh, but I hope the trend doesn't continue in that whenever Phoenix wins a finals game, someone gets injured. Uh, game 1, it was Dario Saric, which is actually pretty big. Game 2, another big one in Tory Craig. Uh, I don't know if it's, he's going to be out of the series as well, like Saric was, but I... Hope uh, he has a fast recovery, but Phoenix, they have to adjust now into small ball whenever Aiton is out of the court. Uh, their center is, when Aiton is out, it's probably going to be uh, one of Cam Johnson, Jake Crowder, or Frank Kaminsky. Uh, I like Frank Kaminsky, but I don't think like, you should be getting like five minutes the game basically but uh, he did get one minute in this game uh, he didn't do anything absolute zero uh, it's sad because I want to see him play <laughs> I want to see him uh, get trees and you know be the absolute tank that it is but uh, we're gonna have to see that uh, depth of that son's bench uh, they played Abner 
Hader this game. Uh, they didn't play Jalen Smith, Javon Carter, Etwan Moore. Um, players that rely on the small ball. Uh, if Phoenix, Phoenix uh, plays a lot more small ball, they're going to get utilized. And uh, they really need it uh, because Ethan had four fouls this game. Uh, we're going to uh, see you later how the Suns play when Aiton is at foul trouble because uh, if Aiton is at foul trouble he doesn't really have a big replacement on the court and uh, we'll talk later about that because uh, game 3 is a situation that happened like that uh, but Milwaukee it feels like uh, they have the pieces right like Game one, they had a horrible defensive outing, but uh, had good offense. Game two, uh, they had the defense, but they don't didn't have the offense. Uh, so maybe there's uh, as long as they combine the two in four games, I think those four games are going to be close at le- at least. And uh, I hope we see more close series because uh, these games, it looks like um, it's over after like, uh, there's still like five minutes into the game and it sucks if that happens. Uh, They have to uh, find a way to stop Giannis though. Uh, I know he had like 42 this game. But they have to find a way to stop Giannis because uh, uh, I don't want to see Giannis going for 42 if I'm a Suns fan again. Uh, I mean, uh, you can foul him, but I don't think fouling him is a great idea. It's kind of like the LeBron problem. Uh, when LeBron was in his prime, you don't really know how to stop LeBron, especially when he's driving down the lane. Uh, he didn't know how to stop LeBron. And yeah, but Phoenix is. Even though uh, they had LeBron on the first series, uh, it's the old LeBron where, you know, he can't really uh, post up that much anymore, like Giannis does in this series. Um, yeah, they have to find a way other than fouling. Because you can't have uh, your bigs be on foul trouble especially when you know your uh, backup bigs are getting injured one by one and yeah uh, we're gonna talk about game three in a bit A little bit of updates now for, on the world of the NBA this week or the Orlando Magic are closing in on getting a new head coach. Uh, his name is Jamal Mosley, the assistant coach of the Dallas Mavericks for seven years. And he was actually the leading, uh, basically leading the ranks of who is going to be the coach of the Dallas Mavericks before they signed uh, Jason Kidd. 
but now he's coaching the Orlando Magic. He has been an assistant coach since 2007. So for him to finally get the head coaching job is great. Uh, it's actually a good pickup for the Magic. I'm not uh, relatively knowing of his work. I don't know if that's the correct term. Uh, I don't know much of his work, but uh, it says that he was the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Mavericks uh, and was responsible for the team's defensive strategies. So that's really good for a young core like the Orlando Magic who's rebuilding to improve on their defense. And I don't think he'll have like a really productive job. Like I don't think he'll get them to the playoffs immediately, but it sets up a foundation there on the magic side to where they can maybe make a run to the playoffs like they did back in 2009, 2010 when Dwight Howard is still there. Uh, they also have a pick. I believe this uh, upcoming draft and hopefully they use it well and they usually use those picks well um, like I said Dwight Howard number one uh, they drafted Shaq way back when number one uh, 2013 they drafted Victor Oladipo number two so usually when Orlando has high picks like they don't normally waste them so I'm hoping that uh, he can get the ground growing on this rebuild and hope that he can stay a lot more than four years because uh, it's gonna take a lot more than four years to get them back to the NBA Finals Uh, another the news uh, this weekend uh, Nigeria uh, winning against Team USA in an exhibition match uh, 90-87 to uh, Durant led Team USA and scoring with 17 points but he had 4 of 13 shooting Jason Tatum had 15 points and 7 rebounds they Ian Lillard added 14 points and 4 assists for Nigeria. Uh, Gabe Vincent, I believe he's a bench player from the Miami Heat. Uh, he had 21 points with 6 trees, uh, leading them on this win. Uh, overall, bad shooting night for. Team USA, I can't really like judge them for uh, losing this game. They just had a bad shooting night. I don't think we should be worried. Uh, it's a big upset, yes, but it's still an exhibition game. It's not an actual Olympic game. So I don't really have to be worried about it. Uh, That's all for this week's NBA updates.
And now we continue the review of the NBA Finals. And finally, we're going to talk about Game 3 that happened uh, this morning at the time of this recording. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks finally showing some signs of life in this series uh, when they won 120 to 100 on their home floor. It's nice to see Wisconsin being absolutely COVID free and full of party. Jesus Christ. Uh, Giannis had 41 points and 13 rebounds. Holiday had 21. Middleton had 18. And 15 of those 18 were in the first half which got him going immediately. Uh, for the Suns, Paul had 19, Aiton had 18, and Crowder had 18 points with 6 trees. Uh, let's get this out of the way. Uh, Booker, he had a really bad game. Uh, I believe he had 11 points. 11 points? No, I had 10 points. Oh my lord. Uh, 3 of 14 shooting, 1 of 7 from 3. And he really didn't get anything going um, on the offensive end. And that's really rough for Phoenix. Um, I know they've uh, surpassed this in which um, Devin Booker had a bad game and they still win because of the other players. But they other players weren't shooting that well as well. Um, 9 of 31 from 3. And Jay Crowder had 6 of those 9. So uh, 12% probably. Something like that. Uh, one, basically uh, 1 of 8 shooting outside of Jay Crowder. Which is absolutely bad. Abysmal from... Uh, Phoenix on uh, uh, those triples and they were really uh, relying on those uh, trees on game 2 when they had 20 trees and they didn't have anything on inside uh, this game they didn't have anything inside or outside so that's really rough on them uh, for Milwaukee I don't know what got into them uh, they found something that works on both end of, both ends on the floor. Uh, offensively and defensively, they were great. Uh, pretty much everyone was shooting trees. Uh, not as much trees as the Suns did on uh, game two, but still pretty close. Uh, 14 out of 36 is still pretty good uh, in terms of Milwaukee because Milwaukee isn't known for hitting a lot of trees and pretty much everyone was hitting trees right there. Uh, Holiday had a good game. Uh, I believe he had five trees. Uh, yeah, five trees. That's pretty good for Drew Holiday standards. Uh, it's good that he have a really good game 
offensively and defensively, and uh, they were just re- all of them are just really falling on the court that game. Uh, I mean, it sucks for Phoenix because uh, their answer for Giannis this game was DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I know uh, Giannis had 15 in the first half. But Aiton is 18 in all of his points, pretty much in the first half. It just sucks because he was dealing with foul trouble after that. Uh, after he had three fouls, he had to sit. Then he came back in the third quarter, had his fourth foul, so he had to sit again. Uh, comes back in the fourth quarter, has his fifth foul, and pretty, pretty much it's pretty much game over after the fourth quarter because uh, Milwaukee got a 32-9 run to end the second quarter followed by a 16-0 run on the third quarter and that's basically uh, the white flag for Monty Williams at that point because you can't really do anything on that Uh, it's not okay can say it. Uh, it's not because of Scott Foster this time. Uh, I know Giannis had uh, 17 free throws, but it's not uh, because of him that the Suns lost or Chris Paul lost in that manner. Uh, because usually uh, Scott Foster gives a lot of fouls on the opponent's side so that Chris Paul can lose in the playoffs. But it's not him. Stopped him this time around. Milwaukee was just too good on the court. Uh, but again, like Phoenix has to answer. Like after uh, Aiton gets out, of, uh, gets into foul trouble, they really have to make adjustments in small ball because uh, after Aiton, they don't really have size. Uh, and nobody's gonna guard Giannis, especially uh, on the other side of the court. Uh, they really need someone to guard Giannis, and DeAndre Ayton was uh, good enough to guard Giannis, but yeah, he needed uh, some help from Mikhail. I mean, Mikhail can, I guess Mikhail can guard Giannis, but. Uh, he still needs some help right there. Fido uh, Mikal is a pretty good defender. Uh, if there is a positive for Phoenix in this game, because uh, pretty much everyone had a bad shooting night for Phoenix in this game, uh, the three to fourth position continues to be consistent. Uh, even though Mikal had only four points in 27 minutes. It's pretty bad. Uh, Jay Crowder and uh, Cam Johnson were balling. Uh, again, Jay Crowder had six threes out of the nine of Phoenix to go for 18 points. Uh, and Cam Johnson in that third quarter, he was pretty much the only person and Jay Crowder who were scoring for Phoenix. Uh, 14 points, all of his points. 14 points in the third quarter. Sad that he had five fouls so to end the game. So he couldn't really capitalize on that 
amazing third quarter that he had, uh, including that dunk on to PJ Tucker, uh, which is pretty much a Kodak moment. Uh, you can frame that on the wall. That poster, you can fr- that poster, you can frame that on the wall. Uh, that that was a really good poster. Uh, he hit a couple of trees as well. It was just feels like uh he had the takeover mode in 2K. He had takeover in 2K, but the other team is team takeover. After he got the takeover, so you can you can't really do anything about that. Uh, so that's positive. Uh, Cam Johnson still. A consistent player on the Suns bench, and Jake Crowder continues to have a really good series. Uh, Frank Kaminsky played 14 minutes. Uh, that's a lot of minutes. Uh, he played the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. Uh, it's understandable, but I didn't really see it. Because I turned off the TV after eight minutes. Uh, there, there's eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. I thought it was done, and yeah, I just turned off the TV. But Kaminsky had eight game minutes, and uh, that's a little bit too many for Frank Kaminsky. Uh, he's not guarding. He's not going to be able to guard Giannis in the post. He just can't. Uh, I know he's a tank, but he, he just can't. Uh, but yeah, they have to some adjustments uh, coming into this game four because yeah, they're pretty much forced to play small ball now because uh, Aiton is gonna get fouled a lot. Uh, post posting up against Giannis, it's probably gonna be foul trouble a lot. So they have to work the small ball pretty well. In uh, order to win games now, uh, I know Tory Craig uh, played in this game, but uh, he's not gonna be a hundred percent, and they're probably gonna lose in the size game now, uh, especially now that Giannis is now fully hundred uh, percent, and he can't abuse uh, Brook Lopez as always. But they were abusing Brook Lopez in this game, even like uh, whenever uh, Paul had uh, Lopez guarding him, like he he would not hesitate to shoot. Uh, I don't think anybody in that Phoenix Suns roster uh, particularly respects Brook Lopez's defense because they just shoot every time uh, he they're guarding. Uh, he's guarding them. So again, yeah, a couple adjustments need to be made on the Phoenix Sun side, and hopefully we see a more close game four than what we have. Uh, hopefully, we have uh, both teams firing on all cylinders at this point, and hopefully we see some overtime games. Uh, I love overtime games in the playoffs because it makes the game fun. And yeah, uh, it's gonna be the end of this episode of the podcast. Uh, we'll be seeing each other on Friday. 
where we talk about game four and we're gonna finally talk about wrestling. Uh, we're finally gonna be talking about wrestling matches and what has happened over the past year in wrestling because uh, they're finally gonna get fans back. Thank goodness. Uh, the, the Thunderdome is gone. The fans are back. They're back in tour. And it's gonna be a wild ride again. Uh, thank goodness fans. We miss them. Uh, especially in the series. Uh, even in the NBA. Uh, yeah, we miss the fans. Uh, Milwaukee was partying the whole game. Uh, and Phoenix was really really loud on both home games so it's glad that the situation at least there uh, at least one of the countries in the world the situation slowly comes back to normal hopefully the world comes back to normal in a couple of years after this year probably but I don't think that's gonna be the case uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be the end of the episode, and I'll be seeing you on the next episode. Peace.